Hey, Finchley. <laughs> yeah. Are you meowing? Yeah, you are. He's got something to say about anxiety, obviously. Welcome to Therapy Unwound, the podcast that is here to help all of us explore the wonderful world of therapeutics for both the body and the mind. I am your host, Jenny Walker, and with 21 years experience of treating people in my studio and as an advanced clinical massage therapist at Cornerstone Therapies, my passion is exploring the wonderful world of research and bridging the gaps between academia and the therapy space every day as we work through physical rehabilitation. It would be wonderful to get to know all of you guys a little bit better. So if you'd like to follow, like, subscribe on all the social media, that would be fantastic. But it's on the Ko-Fi platform for Therapy Unwound, where all the fun stuff happens. The monthly book club, early access to transcripts, long listens and all the chats are over on Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi is our subscription site and if you'd like to join us and the family over there, that would be wonderful. This month for the book club, we are reading Dr. John Deloney's Redefining Anxiety. If you'd like to read this book with us, we will be doing a live chat at the end of March 2021, where we will be discussing all the things with you. So please order it from your local bookshop and have a read through, or you can listen to his sultry Texan accent, read it on Audible if you would like. And I have to say it's a complete pleasure to listen to. Our Ko-Fi subscribers also gain first access to all our full-length recordings of the podcasts as well as early access to the transcripts and a load of other goodies. So that is really the place to go to get more information and be part of the chat. It'd be great to meet you over there. Over the next few podcasts, we will be delving into the big subject of anxiety. Here at the studio, we help those who are suffering from the physical manifestations of anxiety. High blood pressure, lack of sleep and insomnia, emotions that bring stress to the body and muscle pain, and we also help to bring equilibrium to the adrenal chemical soup that rages around when anxiety is at its height. As anxiety is such a mind-body, or as we call it, psychosomatic pathology, we work with our clients' mental health teams as we help them through their journeys. This podcast is a reflection on the work that I've done over the last 21 years, an offering of the scientific research into the subject of anxiety. And as we are online, I guess you could also class this as a form of entertainment. With all that said, please do seek out help from your healthcare practitioner if you are struggling as healthcare is personal to you. We also hope that these podcasts bring more understanding to all of you who are helping people with anxiety because without friends and family stepping in along with the journey, it can be a very lonely trip. I am also very aware that we have researchers, therapists and nerdy clients listening. If you would like to follow the research links that go into this podcast, then please head over to the website cornerstonetherapies.co.uk because at the end of March, beginning of April 2021, we will be uploading the PDF that will give you all the Harvard referencing your heart could desire 
So you can see the backbone of this recorded transcript. It'd be great to hear from you. So if you'd also like to get in touch through the website and email us your thoughts and ideas, that would be great. So with all that's being said, let's begin with this week's edition of Therapy Unwound. It's 2.30 in the morning and yet again, the night has been broken with terrors. Hearts that pound at 100 miles an hour are trying to break out of their protective walls. Sweat sticking t-shirts to spines and mouths that are drier than deserts. Sharp intakes of breath are sucked in as oxygen rushes in to reassure brains, bodies and souls up and down the country that yet again, it was indeed just a dream. This pattern may happen once twice, three times a night. Not every night, but with recurring urgency, sleep is being stolen. As lunchtime rolls by, the kettles are boiling, sandwiches are being munched, but there's a moment when anvils land in the chest region. There's no apparent trigger, but all around feels fuzzy and peripheral visions pick up heat waves that are usually associated with steaming hot asphalt. The feeling lasts for a few minutes, But after a few deep breaths and a glass of water, normality returns, but for only knows how long. Anxiety is distressing, it's frightening, nasty and shocking. In fact, if you just put awful into the thesaurus app, you'll find every synonym that describes it. I am sadly used to seeing anxiety's physiological outpouring at the studio here at Cornerstone Therapies. And it's true to say that it's becoming more prevalent A couple of years ago, around 10% of clients used to come into the studio and present with the physical manifestations of anxiety that hampered their day-to-day living. Today, at the beginning of 2021, that number, according to my record notes, has risen to around about 75% of my clients. I am not going to spend time talking about the pandemic. Another voice on that subject's mix is not helpful. But we are going to take a deep and meaningful dive into the conversation around anxiety and its fullness. Because after the pandemic has gone, truths need to remain about the ramifications. Over the years, I have heard anxiety called many things in this treatment room. The white man's disease, pathetic, weakness, and most worrying of all, nothing to bother with. But nothing could actually be further from the truth. And it's time to face it full on without fear, and start to put it in its place so it can no longer have the power to steal our health in mind, body and heart. Knowledge is power, so let's find some good armour. As a physical rehabilitation therapist, when describing how to view rehab for anxiety with my clients, I often go back to narrative forms and Goldilocks is a very good place to start to grasp the basics of something called homeostasis. Goldilocks was out in the forest and she went down a path and she found a house. She entered it and the three bears happened to be very helpfully out on a picnic that day. As she roamed around that house, she wanted the perfect place to rest, to eat and to exist. This is exactly what we are trying to do to bring our bodies and minds back to the place that Goldilocks feels safe the perfect place to inhabit without the fear of the three bears coming in, waking them up and stealing their joy. 
As a psychologist, Dr. John Deloney states in his book, Redefining Anxiety, that the constant state of tension in anxiety is the fire alarm. Anxiety isn't the problem. It's the alarm bell that tells you that there is a fire to deal with. This revolutionary way of phrasing the issue helps us to understand that anxiety is not your identity. You are not an anxious person. You are a person who has anxious episodes. Goldilocks is seeking a peaceful place and a peaceful state of being without the sound of a fire alarm going off every single time the door bangs. So what is anxiety? Anxiety can be seen as a cluster effect combined with fear. And together, they make our sympathetic nervous systems and autonomic nervous systems create the fight, flight and freeze response. You may be feeling under threat at the moment you are in, or you may be thinking about a future threat. But the main thing is that your mind, through the experiences that you've had in your past, is perceiving an attack from an unknown but very feared source. The sympathetic and autonomic nervous systems are responsible for many things, But when you feel you are under threat, they release a load of epinephrine hormone from your adrenal glands, which sit just above your kidneys. The physical reaction that these chemicals have on your body is an increased heart rate, muscular tension, sweating, shortness of breath that can be seen as panic breathing and that sickening feeling in your stomach. The hypothalamus that sits in your brain and the pituitary gland that is just next door to it also kick off with an anxiety attack, asking for a release of oxytocin and other chemicals to help counter the depressive effects of anxiety. Homeostasis, or as I see it, the Goldilocks point, is challenged and the body will do anything it physiologically can to get you back to that perfect porridge bowl. You don't want to be too hot, you don't want to be too cold, Your breathing needs to be as peaceful as your heart and your digestive system needs not to expel everything in an embarrassing mess. Homeostasis is always the goal. When that anvil crashes and the kettle boils, your body is flooded with these chemicals to make every part of your body react to a threat. Goldilocks is under attack. When a wild animal is chasing you, These reactions are really beneficial. You will run the fastest you've ever run, and that is a good thing. And arguably, you also need these when your boss is on the prowl and a deadline is looming. These are good things to have in your system to make you move. However, when that trigger is pulled on a regular basis, we begin to see many problems arise. When anxiety strikes, the heart and lungs take a beating. You can feel it palpably, a snare drum kicking off underneath your ribs as you gasp for breath. As our lungs and heart cannot be seen separately, it is important to take time to look at them both here as we look at how the physiological effects of the psychologically based anxiety attacks are felt and seen. I was trying to find a way of describing how fear and anxiety can overbalance And I cannot beat Gabriel Mojay's writing on the subject in his book, Aromatherapy for Healing the Spirit. It is a reminder also of why, as Western practitioners, with all our scientific spreadsheets and stats, we belittle and ignore the Eastern-based tacit and experiential knowledge at our peril. Mojay writes this, According to Oriental medicine, the two organs that are most frequently in disharmony 
are in states of anxiety and apprehension are the kidneys and the heart. The kidneys are the residents of the will, the source of our instinct and survival. They provide the psyche with the root emotion of fear. He goes on to say, when fear either becomes inappropriate or excessive, it leads to psychological disharmony. In my daily practice with my clients, I'm constantly on the lookout for disharmony within them as it creates dis-ease, which then becomes disease all too easily. The body has its own voice. When it starts to scream, when that fire alarm starts to holler, we know it needs to be listened to carefully and treated with respect and dignity. If you want to delve deeper into how this inner screaming manifests, I really encourage you to read Canadian author and psychologist Gabor Maté's book, When the Body Says No. As the kidneys and the adrenal glands pump out hormones in combination with our brains, the response is for our heart and lungs to work overtime. Remember, Goldilocks thinks that running away from the bears at this point is the best option here. The upper lobes of the lungs work overtime, tightening the scalene muscles at the front of our neck and the heart beats out a tattoo and all of it collides into panic breathing and hyperventilation. Next to my bed, for a year, whilst I was experiencing a tough time, I had Proverbs 13 posted next to my pillow. A heart at peace gives life to the body. This simple phrase really helped to remind me to breathe deep. Those deep breaths became my fire hose of oxygen. They allowed my body to find its peace and my adrenals to calm the heck down. There's a lot to be said about breathing, different techniques and how to train in it, But as the NHS states, all you really need to do is aim for about 8 to 10 breaths a minute. I would add to this that you also need to engage your whole lung. (laughs) Simply place your fingers on your collarbone and then wrap your hands around your last rib. And that's how big your lungs are. They nestle throughout the entire rib cage, even in the back bit. When I show people the thoracic cavity on Gilbert, the studio skeleton who hangs out with us, They are always amazed at how big these big bellows are. And yet, very few of us use breaths deep enough to engage the lower lobes. And then we wonder why we have anterior neck strain as the upper lobes take on all the work. When we breathe and regulate our heart rates, magic happens. Fear is dispelled, the fire alarm stops ringing and we gain control. As we take time to look a little more into the issues that bombard people with anxiety over the next three episodes, we will look at sleep, muscle and body pain, and as we look into also how talking therapies are key to helping people deal with anxiety and fear. If you take only one thing away from this podcast, I urge you to breathe. Breathe deep and slow and enjoy the oxygen soothing your body as you inhale and all the gunky gases being expelled as you breathe out. To share my own little poem with you when I do this, as I breathe in, I send up thanks for my breath and count for six. I then gently hold that breath and count for another six. And then I give my breath back to the world and count for eight. At three in the morning, this really helps, mainly because it's a very simple technique. As therapists, I fear we constantly overcomplicate basic principles for our clients. At home, when they are worried and scared, 
Sitting in lotus and lighting candles is not helpful at some rubbishy time in the morning during a cold fear-based sweat attack. The same applies for our clients when they are anxious in public. Breathing regularly and smoothly help in the supermarket, the office, the schoolroom, wherever. Candles and yoga mats, not so much. If you'd like to click onto a five-minute audio track to help you learn how to relax, please click the link in the description below and that will take you to the NHS link for anxiety control training. This is a good meditation and it helps overcome the tension in your body. Or as they say, you learn how to take a holiday twice a day, every day. Two subscription-based apps that I have seen help my clients anecdotally are Calm and Headspace and you can find these on your app store on your phone. I look forward to sharing with you over the next few episodes but next time we'll be looking at sleep. We will be looking at how to manage that horrid 2.30 wake up from the night terrors and we can manage our sleep a little better. Thank you for being with us today and I look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye. Bye.